Hello and welcome to The Silver King's War. I'm Michael Sievers, the writer, producer, and creator of this podcast series about my father's Second World War as a B-26 bombardier. Today we continue in The Silver King's Letters, Dearest Ones, as he writes from A-72, his bomber group station, in October of 1944. Stanley writes from A-72 on October 23, 1944. Dearest ones, just a few lines before I go to bed. This will be short because although I had intended to write this evening, we played bridge until before I realized that it was time for bed. I'm feeling great and enjoying a nice soft life. I couldn't ask combat to be any more than it is. Of course, I could enter a complaint, that being the male situation. Again today, I received no word from you. We came here in such a roundabout way, I suppose the mailmen are still trying to find us. Well, tomorrow is another day, and I can only hope for the best. I sincerely hope my letters are getting through to you without any delay, so you won't be unnecessarily worried. I keep thinking that maybe you're in Chicago. If you are, I hope Ida will forward these to you. Just to make doubly sure you hear from me, I'll write Leona a few lines tomorrow. With nothing better to do this afternoon, a bunch of us went out to pick apples. It's really marvelous the way apples grow over here. Almost everywhere one looks, an apple tree or orchard can be seen. This is strictly okay with me, for you know how I go for apples— Of course, they aren't the big, delicious ones I used to get in the States. These are more or less like cooking apples, but are sweet just the same. Believe me, this life isn't bad at all. Well, it looks like I will have to do some washing tomorrow. My baggage hasn't come, and I'm in dire need of clean clothes. It will truly be a new experience for me, and I will hardly know how to begin. Can you picture me doing my own laundry? When this war is over, I'll make somebody a good wife. That's about it for now. There isn't any news I can let you have. I hope you're well and taking care of yourself. Please stay that way, and please don't worry. Keep writing, and I'll do the same. Love to Ida. I love you, and I miss you. Stan. Stanley is in a good writing stretch. He's sharing daily news with his family and wants them to know that he's well and comfortable. Of course, he can't talk much about his flying or the war, but he writes to his family on October 24, 1944. Dearest ones, I surely have had a busy day. I slept all morning and this afternoon I did my washing. Festy and I decided to try our luck at it and it didn't turn out any too well. If the tattletale gray people could see our clothes, we could make a fortune on advertisements. Something went very wrong somewhere, and I can't for the life of me figure out where. We let the clothes boil in soapy water for over an hour, and then rinsed them out in cold water, and they came out an awful gray color. We didn't have a board to scrub them on. Maybe that's why we didn't do so well. 
or maybe you had better send me some laundry soap and instructions with it. At last, I received a letter today, but not from you or the States. It was from Bill telling me he had received his commission. I was surely glad to hear that, as he had been expecting it for quite a long time. While I'm hoping to see him soon, and he is only about 25 miles from here. There isn't much news from this end. The weather is still bad, and it looks like we'll be holed up here for the winter. Which reminds me, if I may, I would like to make a request. Please send me some bestsellers in the books of the month. Reading matter is few and far between, and I have plenty of time to do some good reading. Also send me some cookies and candy if you need room to fill the box. And also you might add stationery and some mail envelopes and stamps. I can't get much of anything around here. Must close now as it's time to eat. I'm feeling fine and hope you're the same. Keep writing and maybe I'll hear from you soon. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. Stanley is 10 days into A72. He's writing his day-to-day and sounding a little bit boring and in need of reading material as he writes to his family on October 25th, 1944. Dearest ones, I'm actually running out of things to write about. Unless I receive some mail from you soon, I'll be at a total loss. There hasn't been any mail so far today, but it's still early. A little bit has been coming in every day now, so maybe my day will soon come. I've just come in from playing a little baseball. With nothing to do, we have to exert our energy some way, and a ball game seems like the best way. It isn't exactly the right kind of weather for baseball, but we haven't had a chance to play in such a long time. We took advantage of it. Surprisingly, I haven't lost my touch for the game. I can still hold my own in it. I meant to ask you if you had received my allotment for September. It should be there by now, but I want to make sure. Of course, it is understood that this one and the one following for October is yours as my payment for the money I owe you. I should still have a balance of $90 in the bank, so I certainly don't need it. Once again, though, I want to thank you for being so very kind to me. I did appreciate your gracious gesture from the bottom of my heart. I sincerely hope you're well and taking care of yourselves. I'm fine, in fact, never felt better. The weather, as I said, is still no good, and as long as it stays that way, I shall be on vacation. Believe me, this place is more like a rest home than anything else. The only work I actually do around here is chop wood for the fire. If someone had told me combat would be like this, I wouldn't have believed them. I suppose it's just as difficult for you, but that's the Air Corps. That's all for now. I'll keep writing in hopes of hearing from you soon. Until tomorrow, love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. As the king writes to his family, of course, he can only use a certain code to relate the fact that he's not flying. He's talking constantly about the bad weather and about being on vacation and the lazy life. And that's really all he can say. 
as he writes to his family on October 26, 1944. Dearest ones, I hope this finds you well and safe. There was no mail again today. Needless to say how disappointed I am. If I only knew the reason why it is being delayed, perhaps I wouldn't feel so badly. As it is, however, there doesn't seem to be any plausible excuse. And besides that, my baggage hasn't arrived either. Oh, it's truly a screwed-up affair. My only consolation seems to be that there is always tomorrow. It was another inactive day for me. There was an orientation lecture this morning, which didn't amount to much. The weather is still non-flying. I've never had so much free time on my hands, and I'm getting more lazy day by day. I sort of wish I had some good books to keep me occupied. So I'll ask you again to please send me some bestsellers. Also, you might add some cookies and candy. With only three bars of candy a week, it doesn't quite see me through the week. A little candy would really help between meals. This afternoon, we were busy securing and chopping wood. It isn't terribly cold here, but all the rain makes the room damp. Wood is plentiful around here due to all the damage as a result of the war. The fellows are setting up the bridge table now, so I'll close. Take care of yourselves, and don't worry about me. I'm fine in living a quiet and restful life. Until tomorrow, then, good night. God bless you. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. As Stanley continues his restful life and card playing, he writes to his family on October 27th and 28th, 1944. Dearest ones, this letter will have to suffice for yesterday and today, as I didn't get around to writing yesterday. It wasn't because I was too busy, but the day seemed to pass before I could do anything about it. I slept all morning and flew a local transition in the afternoon and played bridge last night. So you see, it was due to my laziness. I'm indeed happy to say I received my first mail today. I received one from Leona written on September 29th and a Bethel bulletin forwarded all the way from Columbia. Of course, hearing from Leona was good, but I was disappointed not receiving one from you. It was an answer to the letter I had written her from New York. She said at the time she was expecting in four to five weeks. According to that, she may have had it by now or expecting any day. That probably means you're in Chicago. I hope Ida will forward it to you, and I hope all goes well with Leona. I flew locally again this morning. Now I have enough time to get my flying pay. The weather is still rainy. This afternoon we were busy securing more wood, and my back is sore from chopping it. We'll probably play bridge again tonight. I seem to like it more and more each time. I hope this finds you well. Don't worry about me. I'm feeling wonderful and having it very easy. Please keep writing. Maybe a little will be coming in every day now. Take care of yourselves. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. Stanley is happy to report that he's flying and will receive his flying pay. That's a big deal. And he writes to his family on October 29, 1944. Dearest ones, 
Another Sunday and the end of another week. Time seems to fly here, even though I'm not kept busy. I suppose that's due to the fact that there is nothing to look forward to. You know how time drags when something is coming up. Probably it would drag if my tour here was measured in time. Too bad it isn't, anyhow. There wasn't any mail today. Some was brought in. All day I had been looking for it, for I feel sure there would be some for me. But that makes for sure there will be some tomorrow. I'll be somewhat disappointed if there isn't any from you. My baggage hasn't arrived either. It should have been here long ago. A tracer has been put on it, so maybe it will come along soon. This was another sloppy day, so I didn't do much of anything. This afternoon I was busy helping to build some showers. Now I'm a plumber. They will be pretty nice after we finish them. I haven't had a bath in almost a month. Here we have to bathe out of a pail of hot water, and it isn't a great deal of fun. The showers will be swell when we get it all set up. We have it arranged so there will always be plenty of hot water, and that's the important fact. There isn't much more news. When I get a letter from you, it will be easier to write. I'm feeling fine and hope you're the same. Take care of yourselves, and please write, Love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. Stanley is very happy to tell his family that he's going to be able to shower and that they'll have plenty of hot water. All good news. And he writes on October 30th, 1944. Dearest ones, my wishes have been granted. Today I received two letters from you, written September 22nd and 25th. It's such a relief to know you're well. However, I'm surprised and sorry Aunt Lena isn't well. I had no idea she was so sick. I sincerely hope she is better and fully recovered by now. At the time of your writing, I was riding the Queen Mary on the high seas. Even so, you should have received my letters before I sailed. The center is probably what held them up. There was a lousy postal system there. Hearing from you is the greatest thing in the world over here. The mail is very irregular. It's always a surprise when it comes in. From now on, I just hope there's always word from you whenever it does come. I'm sorry if you were worried because of not hearing from me. I tried to write you at every opportunity. The long delay was while I was traveling, so there wasn't any opportunity. Since being here, I've tried writing every day and will continue to do so. I would appreciate it if you would try doing the same. Mail is almost everything here. This was another lazy day. The weather is still wet and has turned cold besides. I suppose winter is setting in there also. I slept all morning and even took a nap this afternoon. It would surely help if I had some reading material. I hope you haven't forgotten to send me some. You should see the pie one of the fellows made. He rigged up an oven, and with apples from the trees and the ingredients summoned from the mess hall, it 
didn't turn out bad at all. It seems guys will try anything for want of something to do. There's no more news for now. I'll write again tomorrow. By the way, you can send me airmail with six cents. Keep well. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. Stanley is thrilled that the mail is finally starting to arrive as he writes to his family on October 31st, 1944. Dearest ones, much to my regret, there was no mail from you. I was almost positive there would be one from you. After receiving two from you yesterday, though, I suppose I can't complain. However, it would be nice if all my mail would catch up with me and then begin coming in regularly. As long as there is tomorrow, there is still hope. This was another dull and lazy day. I spent the greater part of this afternoon writing letters. About the most exciting thing I've done all day is shave this morning. You know, this shaving only once every three days is swell on the face. It hasn't looked or felt so good in a long time. Tonight we were playing bridge again. We've just finished. Thank goodness. It's one game you don't tire of, but rather can keep playing endlessly. The weather is still bad, but I'm feeling fine. Still can't complain, except maybe of the monotony day after day. If only the mail would come in about five times a day. Then everything would be perfect. It's late, so I'll close. Hoping you're well and taking care of yourselves. Please keep writing. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. As the Silver King continues his day-to-day reporting about life at A72, we have come to the end of his dearest one's letters from October of 1944. And you are listening to The Silver King's War.